mixer, meaning I inadvertently turned the volume basically way up and some of it's gonna sound a little bit blown out. So I apologize for that, and I was gonna re-record it, and then I decided, you know what, I'm human, things happen, and I like the episode content, so some of it sounds a little um, rough, like a little gravelly, but overall, you can hear everything, and it sounds fine. So I just wanted to give you a heads up and let you know what happened, and that's about it. All right, let's move right in to A Little Easier. You're listening to A Little Easier a tiny version of my podcast about making life and work easier. I'm Anthony Wagner, and this week we're talking about my favorite book of 2019 so far. But before we jump into that, I just wanted to give you a quick update on the situation with the pens. We've had a lot of interest about this whole pen debate that came out back on uh, June 3rd, which was from A Little Easier, number nine, where I talked about the Pilot G2. And I've had a number of people challenge that as my as the best pen. And I told folks that back in that episode, if people challenged my pen, and then I bought that pen and it turned out that it was better than my Pilot, that I would send them uh, a set of the Pilot pens and their favorite pens. Well, I have had four challengers, potentially even five so far, and the deadline closed yesterday, June 25th, for submitting pens for this challenge. So now it's on me to test them. And I've come up with a method, and I'm going to test them this weekend, and I'm going to benchmark them and actually score them, so that way it's, you know, mostly fair. Of course, it's it's still me doing the testing, so I am, you know, inherently biased, I suppose. However, I'm going to run this test, and I'm going to publish the results and see if any pen beats out the G2. And I have to say, there's one pen that I've bought, and I've been using it since. One of my listeners recommended, I'm not going to say which one yet, but one of the pens that my my listeners recommended that you all recommended was uh, is a pretty good pen. So we'll see what happens with that. So stay tuned for that. I just wanted to give you a quick update on what's going on with the pens. Now let's jump into briefly my favorite book so far in 2019. But before we get there, I need to tell you a really quick story. So back in 2010. I was working as an intern at at a company called Urban Science, and I'd gotten that job because I was in the co-op program at the University of Michigan Dearborn, and I, you know, landed this this internship, and I was able to leave my job. I worked at Potbelly Sandwich Shop. If you haven't ever eaten there, it's actually still very good, I think, even after working there for, for years. But I worked at Potbelly, got this internship, quit Potbelly, and went to work at Urban Science, which is based in the Renaissance Center in Detroit, Michigan. And this was, you know, it was big. And that summer, I really excelled at this job. I did I did really, really well when I was in in that job and uh, just focused on the job because it was over the summer. That's when the internship started. And then they decided to ask me back in the fall uh, to stay on in the work that I was doing as I was in school. So I went back to school that fall and that's when things changed a little bit. So as I was in college, I was pretty active. I was head of the LGBT student group. I was on student government and I had a leadership role there. I had a seat on the Student Philanthropy Council. Uh, I helped out with a number of other projects. And so I was really a busy student. It was all of that on top of a full-time class schedule and working full-time. I think I was working full-time. If not, it was you know at least 20 to 30 hours a week at Urban Science. So I was really busy. And what 
transpired because of that was that I was very poorly juggling all of those balls and it, uh, it didn't work out so well. I started to kind of slip with my performance in all of my areas. Uh, the ones that I stayed, I kept juggle, you know, up in the air the best was student government. I, I really got that under my belt. But beyond that, I mean, classes started to suffer and my performance at work suffered. So that, you know, didn't go so well. And by winter, my performance, especially at urban science was suffering. It was a combination of you know, being super busy. And also I was um, disheartened by my direct boss. He was not my favorite person in the world. And I, I didn't feel that I was getting what I could out of him. So that was discouraging. And then I was just too busy. And so I was checked out of, you know, of working there. And with all of that going on, and, you know, I put this totally on me, my boss's boss pulled me into the conference room. And I think the head of HR at that time was was there too. And they decided to to let me go. They fired me on the spot. And that was tough. You know, I, uh, I, I had never been fired. This was kind of my first adult job, even though it was still an internship. It was at a big company. And that was really tough getting let go from there. My, my boss's boss for sure was right to do what she did. And it was painful for sure back then. But as I look back now with, you know, almost you know, eight years of hindsight and all the stuff that I've been doing and all the learning that I've been doing, I actually look back on that time with a lot of gratitude. I think that getting fired kind of triggered a chain reaction of events, including everything from changing my major. I left the technology program at U of M Dearborn and I... I just, I did a lot more fulfilling things. I put my focus on things that mattered more to me. And ultimately the path led me really to where I am today. And so the short version of this whole story is that I'm glad that I was fired. And that may seem counterintuitive, but if you put it in the context of my favorite book that I've read so far this year, there's really a connection. The, the book that has become my favorite so far in 2019 is called The Obstacle is the Way by Ryan Holiday. And the premise of this book is pretty simple, although acting it out is really not simple. But the premise is that the things which are difficult are teaching us what to do, or as Benjamin Franklin wrote, those things which hurt instruct. So another way to think about this is that there really are no obstacles, just opportunities that we encounter and things that we can figure out ways to go through, above, around, all of that to try and accomplish the goals that we've set. And I'm starting to look at all of the obstacles that I'm facing really in a new light. So as a quick example, at work, I'm rebuilding our school's webpage and I'm having a little bit of a technical problem because I need to be able to integrate Google Forms with a couple things on the website and there's really no pre-built integration. There's no plugin or anything that's going to do that job and all the other things require money and I don't want to do that. So I'm having to think creatively and it's been in my mind, I've been perceiving it as really frustrating. But as I've been reading this book, I'm starting to see, no, I've had to do this in a number of ways. And what it's caused me to be is a better web designer, a better um, problem solver. I'm going around these problems. So the obstacle that's standing in the path that I think I need to take is forcing me to figure out a way around. And it's actually making me better. So I'm going to quote briefly Ryan Holiday from The Obstacle is the Way, because I think that this is really... Uh, a good way of thinking about this. Ryan Holiday says, it's not just 
How can I think this is not so bad? No, it is how to will yourself to see that this must be good, an opportunity to gain a new foothold, move forward, or go in a better direction. Not be positive, but learn to be ceaselessly creative and opportunistic. And that mindset shift is huge. I think that if you can do that in your life, it's absolutely profound that it allows you to take pretty much anything you're facing and try to learn from it. So I, I really love this book and I highly, highly recommend it. So if you want to grab it, you can go directly to the, the Amazon page to pick it up by just going to easiercast.com slash obstacle and that'll take you to Amazon directly. So it's easiercast.com slash obstacle. But the show notes have all of this links to that. Um, you know, there's a video in the show notes that has Ryan Holiday kind of summarizing his book in about six minutes and you can get the show notes at easiercast.com slash little 12 because this is little number 12. So I really encourage you to grab this book, read the show notes, easiercast.com slash little 12. And I I really don't think that you will, uh, regret this book. It really has been a, a profound mindset shift for me. I'm Anthony Wagner, and in the words of Gretchen Rubin, I hope this makes your week a little easier. Bye for now.